Thanks for listening to the Park Hills podcast. If you want more information on our sermon series or any of our podcasts or other things that we're doing, parkhillschurch.com or the Park Hills Church app. Pastor Graham, how are you? I'm good. Hi, everybody. Hello, podcast world. <laughs> so this episode, uh, you know, Graham and I are going to talk about DDP. So first off, what does DDP mean? Yeah. So we like to use the abbreviation, don't we? Uh, it's way easier. But when you use that and you're hearing it for the first time, you have no idea what we're talking about. So DDP stands for Description of a Discipled Person. Uh, pretty much asking the question of Jesus says, go therefore and make disciples. And we're, we're looking to address the question of, well, what, what is a disciple? Uh, so that's description of a discipled person, DDP. Right. And so it's important for us to know what we're aiming for, right? I mean, that's part of what we, we discuss when we discuss this idea that it's one thing to say, I'm a disciple of Jesus. It's another thing to, to think, what does a disciple of Jesus do? Or what does a disciple of Jesus say? Or how does a disciple act? And so our description of a discipled person really comes out of us looking intently at the life of Jesus and saying, what are the things that he's modeling for us as Christians? Because if I said description of a discipled person is to do exactly what Jesus did, you and I both might say, well, I'm not going to die for the salvation of the world, right? right. <clears throat> so clearly I can't repeat that act, but Jesus is modeling things that humans are then supposed to follow, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So the idea there is we end up with six different distinctives, love God and his word, love others, have a life that bears fruit, have a, a life that is focused on worship and is living their life out as worship. And then we need to be dependent on the spirit and dependent on prayer. And those things are just things that you see in the gospels. So really where this came out of was a group of pastors and I were discussing this throughout a whole conference and we just were discussing what is Jesus modeling for us that we're supposed to pass on. And so I was working on this with everyone and we sort of came up with these six and then we all left there and I just kept playing with them and playing with them. And then we got here, I got here and Mark said, Hey, what, what do we want to do? How do we want to set the course here for what discipleship looks like? And I said, well, this isn't new or novel, but here's what we were talking about. And so then that led into you and I writing some material. And so what do you remember of that process? What did you love about it? What didn't you love about it? Yeah. Um, well, I just remember the, the first time I heard the concept of DDP uh, and just thinking, this is just super helpful to give you some handlebars to hold on to. Cause sure. when you, when you initially hear Jesus say, go therefore and make disciples, you're like, that's awesome. But that could mean so many different things depending on, on right. how you want to answer that question. Uh, so I just remember thinking through these six categories and being like, this, this just gives you something tangible to aim at, mm -hmm. right? Both for personal growth, but then also if I'm going to be walking with somebody, uh, here's, here's some six categories that we can, we can talk through and we can ask, how is your love for God this week? How, how do you feel like you're, you're growing in that? How do you feel like... Maybe you're, you're not growing in that and how can we walk together? 
Um, so I, the first time I heard this, I was still at school and mm. I just remember taking it back to campus and saying this, this is really helpful. And just talking through that with my friends mm -hmm. and saying, what, what are your thoughts on this? Um, so I, I think the, the categorical idea yeah. initially was, was the helpful idea, but then yeah, writing the curriculum, it's still, it's still big. Like it's still, it's huge. It's still these six categories. You can, you can take them really deep. You can take them really broad, like mm -hmm. loving God mm -hmm. throughout all of scripture is, is, is a huge category uh, to deal with. Uh, but I, I do think it was, it was a fun process just to just try to, what are, what are a couple of, of passages of scripture that are central uh, to this concept mm -hmm. to write those down and to, to begin to put those to heart, uh, I think was, was a really uh, helpful way to, to run through this together. Um, and then, yeah, also seeing that, that this, you can't put DDP in front of salvation. You can't put it in right. front of following Jesus. You need to first enter this walk of following Jesus and then ask the question of, of how do I live this out? Uh, and if I'm being faithful to, to gospel belief, uh, then I can, then I can grow in these, these categories. Uh, so, uh, the curriculum is, is really helpful to, to someone who's, who's really beginning to, to grow in this place of, I want to take following Jesus seriously. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I need, I need some, some guardrails in which to walk through. Uh, so that's, that's a couple of thoughts that I had had around it. Yeah, absolutely. And when we first wrote this, you know, I remember, I fondly remember us sitting in the conference room with this up, you know, laptop connected to the TV or the projector at the time and just working through the concepts, thinking about them. And we, we sort of nailed it down and said, all right, what do we want to say to people? And, and I don't remember which one of us said this, so we'll both take credit for it or I'll give you all the credit if you want. You I can have I don't credit. Really care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine with me. <laughs> but I remember we, we came up with a point where we said, okay, let's think about these things as qualities, right? So quality one, and these aren't in a particular order, but we decided, okay, love God and his word is sort of foundational to the rest of it. It, it doesn't mean that you, it's more important than the rest, but it, it, let's just start there. It's a good place to start, especially if, as evangelicals, we like God's word, right? We spend time in God's word a lot. So then from there, we gave you just a verse in scripture that sort of spells out what that is, then give you the big idea. Then from that, we go into an explanation, which is just sort of a short I would almost say a devotional thought, a couple of different ideas for you to process and think about. This would be really easy for you to walk a group through or to do with your family. Mm -hmm. And then we just give you some time to do some self-discovery. And we, in this one, specifically the love God and his word, we teach you actually how to do a very basic version of a Bible study, mm -hmm. which I thought was really helpful. And then from there, we just, we kind of gave people a light bulb moment. And then we talk, we really wanted people to see Jesus is modeling this. That goes back to what we started with the podcast here, right? Jesus is setting an example for us that we're supposed to then follow. So we wrote a little, you know, another little devotional basically on how did Jesus model this? And then we turn that to, all right, let's get really practical with it. And then let's give you some homework. And then from that, we then jump in and show you how this is a scriptural idea all the way from the Old Testament to the new. Because it'd be really easy to say Jesus is modeling love God and his word and let's let's just unhook that from the Old Testament. Those two things don't go together. Mm -hmm. But Jesus would have never thought that way. He was living in an Old Testament time because the New Testament wasn't even written yet. Right? So Jesus is this bridge showing us this is how we think about this from the what we would now call the Old Testament 
And then that's going to link to what comes out with the New Testament. So we did this with every one of those six things. And I, and I think when I remember writing it with you, we had so much fun just going, all right, what are some passages we should use here? What, what, how do we spell this out? How do we do this? And the great sadness that I have with this is we got this done not too long before the pandemic Mm -hmm. and we had plans like how to teach it, where to teach it, that kind of stuff. Now that I feel like we're coming out of everything and the world is, I don't want to say going back to normal because I don't know that we'll ever be normal. And I don't know that what normal even means at this point, but as we move back to meeting in groups, meeting for Sunday morning, you know, even as I look at membership, long-term discipleship plans, this material is going to work its way into our church over the next couple of months and years. Not not to force everybody to do it, but to give you a chance to, to work through it. And so with that, when we did a DDP series this summer, we sent this document out to everybody that's on our newsletter mailing list. And if you're listening to this and you're not on the newsletter mailing list, let us know. We'd love to, you know, not only put you on the newsletter list, but we'd also love to just give you this document. But I, I, I would expect us to eventually print this into a booklet form, be able to hand it out to folks, have, I would love life groups to go through this once, a, you know, in a session, right? Pick a 10 week session and just go through as much of this as you can. Or, uh, you know, I, long-term I'd love to have a, a class that teaches this on a particular evening of the week or something. So <clears throat> at least that's my heart for it. That's what I'm you know, what my desire for it is, is there anything else you'd want to add about the material, what you thought about what happened with it or DDP in general? Yeah, I think, I think regardless of if you engage with uh, the written material, uh, this is, this is common language for our church, right? Yeah. So uh, you're going to hear our staff pretty frequently using these terms mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe you haven't realized it, but I, I catch myself all the time using dependency on prayer or dependency on the Holy Spirit. And I mean that categorically, um, but if I'm preaching a sermon or if I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm leading a Bible study, I'll, I'll typically land a plane in application of, are we living lives that are dependent on, on prayer? Uh, so it, it is, it is common language for our church body. Uh, so the, the deeper we can, uh, we can learn that language, but also look to look to grow in that language, Mm -hmm. uh, is, is fun as a church body. So yeah, you're right. The pandemic, I think we, we were one or two weeks into preaching, uh, we were DDP. And, uh, obviously we, we changed course when we weren't able to meet, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we've, we've had several, several opportunities to begin having this conversation. Uh, and we've led, yeah, we've led, um, life groups through these two. And it just, I think it's just been helpful to, uh, to use this as a way to take personal inventory of, mm-hmm. yeah, where where am I currently at with Jesus, and sure. uh, can I can I pick some some things up uh, and be led by Him to to walk into some faithfulness here? So yeah, those are those yeah. are some initial thoughts. That's great. One of the ways that I've used the DDP concept is I've led various groups through what we would call, it's a document called The Merged Gospels. It's basically a book that a guy named Gary Crossland created. It's just a, I don't know what I want to say. It, it's basically just the gospels all smashed together so that it's one linear story as opposed to, 
and the timelines aren't always true. The, the, you know, there's a lot of discussion about it, but as I've gone through it with folks, one of the things that I've done is had them highlight where Jesus is modeling each of these six things. And so I actually have a copy of it on my shelf that is crazy colorful because you start to see Jesus is modeling this all over the place. He's Mm -hmm. constantly loving God in his word. He is constantly loving other people. He's constantly praying. He's constantly focused on listening to the spirit, or at least the spirit is saying, you know, the the word is telling us the spirit led him here, or the spirit did this, or John, he is going to bring the Holy Spirit to you. So you, you go through and you just highlight in the gospels or in your Bible where this is modeled, and you're going to be amazed at just how much it shows up all over the place. So it's, that's been really cool. And as I've done that with folks, one of the things that they've said to me and, you know, take this for what it's worth, they've said to me, it's amazing how many of the stories of Jesus, all six of these things appear. Mm-hmm. And I've been really, that's been really encouraging to me because then it shows, I think we're on the right track here. You know, I'm not claiming that it's perfect. I'm not claiming that DDP is, is the only way to think about it. But I think every church should be thinking, what is our description of a disciple person? What does that mean? How do we make it work? How does that then trickle down to every ministry that we have? Uh, you know, where, where do we go with it? And what's interesting to me, and part of the reason why I'm really passionate about it, is a number of the mentors I've had over the years about discipleship or talking about Jesus and, and what he's doing for us, every one of them come up with a, a DDP. They wouldn't call it that. They don't necessarily use that language. But even, you know, I've seen Rick Warren's Saddleback model for how their church moves people from point A to point B to point C to point D. They, they use a, they call it the baseball analogy, and it's a baseball diamond. And, you know, coming to church is moving to first base, and then first base to second is learning to serve, and second to third is starting to disciple, and third to fourth is considering, you know, going out and planting. But they use language in there of we're looking for these things in our people. And if you read it, it's like, that's DDP. Dan Spader made a huge impact on me with his Sun Life material. And basically what he's saying, he's actually the one that coined the DDP phrase the first time that I know of. It, it's it's this. It's This is what we're trying to think. This is what Jesus is modeling for us. This is where we're going with it. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, I've read Van, Jeff Vanderstelt or I've read... Uh, so many other people, there's, there's a number of people from England that have had these types of discussions. Every one of them is talking the same language. This is what Jesus models. This is what disciples should do. Therefore, you're a disciple of Jesus. You should therefore do X, mm-hmm. right? So with that said, you know, sometimes we get feedback directly. Sometimes we don't get feedback. In your experience with working through with different folks, what has worked, what hasn't worked, where can we grow, you know, what what might the future look like? for us if you've got anything on that if you don't i'm throwing that at you so yeah no i think i think conceptually uh it's a it's a helpful framework uh where i'd really like to see it see it grow in the life of our church is how do you just take it from a concept of here's what a disciple is or uh could grow into yeah versus how do we how do we just live that out on more of a a day-to-day uh level so it's, it's one thing to mentally affirm that a disciple is, is someone who lives a life of worship. It's a, it's a whole new thing to say, I, I am living a life of worship. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and this is the, the challenge with any time you open scripture, right? To say, okay, mentally, I agree with this, but how does it then infiltrate uh, the very activities of, of my life? Um, 
and so that that's where we we ask the question of of Jesus being Lord over us, right? We're we're preaching currently through uh, the Gospel of Mark, and we're asking this question: What is the kingdom of God, and who is who is this Jesus that is that is the King of that kingdom, and uh, how does how does that have implications on our life? Mm-hmm. And if we're saying that we're following Him, uh, then certainly we should be growing and looking like Him. Um, and I think I think DDP gives us the framework with which we can think through that. Uh, but we still need to be willing to do the heart work uh, and allow the Lord to to meet us personally in that. And so I think I think that's that's the attempt of the practical section of these studies is let's let's take the mental uh, groundwork that we just laid out and let's begin to practice it. But this is I mean mm-hmm. being a disciple of Jesus is lifelong, right? So totally, you're you're starting at point A. Eventually, you're going to end at the end of this life at point Z, wherever the Lord would end up leading you. Uh, and it's just, it's just a lifelong of learning. How do I allow Jesus to, to rule over this day mm-hmm. um, and allow him to do that? So the, the practical, yeah, the practical is where I'd love to see sure. us take it to the next level. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so good. And I, and like you just mentioned, I mean, you might love God in his word today, but 10 years from now, you're going to love God in his word. It's going to mean so much more to you than it does today. Right. So it's a lifelong pursuit. You're not going to be an expert at it instantaneously. So, and I think the material that we wrote is both helpful for the new person and also helpful for someone maybe who just needs to remember the basics or there's enough stuff here. I mean, we're not expecting everybody to work through every little piece of this all the time. There's enough stuff here that you might not go back to it for years and go, oh, that's really helpful now. It's it, Or, you know, you might work through it now and then five years from now go back through it and go, I did not see that the first time. That's mm-hmm. and, and that's not because we're special or because we're, you know, brainiacs who figured this out or something. God's word just does that. I mean, yeah. How more, many times have you read a passage? Ten times. And then the 11th time something new pops out and you're like, where on earth did that come from? Sure. And, yep. And you're thinking, man, I was really convicted about this the first time I read it, but I had no idea what it really meant. Now I do. I'm even more convicted now. What am I doing? This is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm totally with you. I think the practical is good. And I, you sort of were highlighting it this way, and, and this is how I, I typically try to say it to folks. I want you to move. I want it to move from mind to heart, and then I want it to move from heart to hands and feet, right? Mm-hmm. And then I want that to become something that you just become. Right. The ideal, I think, that the Bible's laying out for us, and that's why God says things like, I am who I am, or I will be what I will be, is he just is. There's there's no way to change him. He just is who he is. How cool would it be, instead of you consciously thinking, maybe I shouldn't get angry right now and yell, how great would it be for if one day you're just such a disciple of Jesus that you don't even have to think about not yelling or not being angry. You just think, I love you so much, and I forgive you already for what you're saying to me, even though yep. it's really messed up. Yep. And so what we're aiming for as disciples is is progressive steps forward and a slow burn, basically, right? You, you're passionate about Jesus today. We love that. We're hoping that that passion leads into actual life change and that you become what you're supposed to become. Right. Yep. So that's it for this episode. We've got... DDP material coming your way if you want it. We'll actually put it in the show notes as well. You can download the document on our podcast. Thanks for listening.